Hello, useless doctors, book club listeners. Um, welcome back to the podcast. We are on season two, episode 13. And I'm Harshini. I'm Pooja. And I'm Sarah. And we'll be discussing for this podcast Four Aunties and a Wedding by Jesse Q. Sutanto. Wow, I just did that off memory because know her so well from the first episode of the podcast, season one, when we read Dial A for Aunties. And this is her sequel that she just recently released. And we got on it and we read it. So I will pass it on to Pooja for our spoiler-free summary of the book. Yes. Okay. So since this is a sequel to the previous book, there are going to be some spoilers um, for the previous book, Dial A for Aunties. So if you want to read the series, uh, I would suggest to read it and then listen to episode one and episode two, but only listen to this episode after you finish the first one. Or if you don't care at all, you can just continue listening. Um, but yeah, okay. So yeah, some spoilers for the first one in this in this summary here. Um, okay, so we're kind of following the same cast of characters. We have Medi, and then we have her four aunts, um, her mom, like her mom and her three aunts, basically. Um, and this time, in the first one, if you remember, if you have read it, um, they own this wedding planning business, and Medi is a photographer. She's a wedding photographer, and like things kind of hit, shit hits the fan, basically, when she accidentally murders someone, um, and her aunts help cover up this murder that happens and there's like all it's like super funny it's really like weird stuff is happening but it's really entertaining really funny um and this one basically it's kind of like moving forward medi it's now medi's wedding so her aunts are kind of like really involved with this wedding and she's getting married to a pre a character who was in the previous one as well nathan um and takes place in london uh, and, you know, like many is getting married. She's hired like these wedding vendors or, you know, like wedding photographer and everything. Um, and then kind of she ends up through some series of circumstances. She ends up finding out that like some of these wedding people involved in like planning her wedding are actually part of the mafia. Like, <laughs> and they have planned to like assassinate someone um <laughs> at her wedding and she doesn't know who it is but like she kind of enlists the help of her aunts again to kind of you know make sure that nothing bad happens and like all of these fun antics are happening while this is all you know going down and that sort of thing but yeah we basically are this time Medi and her aunts are involved in um stopping a murder from happening uh and like making sure that her wedding goes perfectly even though the wedding vendors don't really want this to happen. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like a very roundabout summary, but I try to avoid any, you know, obvious spoilers. Um, but I'm going to hand it off to Sarah to start us off with a spoiler-free review of this book. Okay, so I would read this book probably a four out of five stars. Which I think is higher than what I rated the first book. I think I rated the first book a three out of five stars. But I thought this 
I thought it was a lot better than the first book. I don't know. I think the first book I got annoyed by like all the characters, <laughs> but I think they're like. I think it was like too extra, and so it bothered me. But I feel like she like reined the characters in, um, in the second book, and, <laughs> um, uh, I thought this plot was super predictable, uh, which I kind of didn't like. That's why I wouldn't give it five stars. I mean, I figured out what would happen in like the first, I don't know like 20 pages so <laughs> it was kind of boring to read the rest of the book because you knew like what like what would happen but yeah I don't know it was it was entertaining I thought the dynamic once again with the aunties and <laughs> the main character I forgot her name <laughs> Maddie Maddie <laughs> was um cute and you know to be honest I think they didn't it was like more focused on like their relationship than it was with her husband which was interesting because I feel like the first book it was I don't know you saw more of him and then this one is like <laughs> she's like nothing he, she's just always leaving him and that's the, the only reason he shows up <laughs> but anyway she, oh would I recommend it I would recommend it I feel like I would recommend this series yeah to pretty much anyone I think it's entertaining and I don't know a lighthearted book well for the most part <laughs> Um, what did you think, Hashini? Yeah, so I feel like I disagree a little bit in that um, I found that this book, like, I don't know, I didn't love it as much as the first book. I think um, definitely, I mean, partially, I feel like it's it's always hard to make like, a sequel better, in my opinion. Um, and I, I feel like part of the reason was I didn't really view this as as much of a mystery I mean I guess you could say the last one wasn't really like like there was a mystery tied into another part of the story um I'm gonna try not to spoil <laughs> the book in case I don't know you want to read that book but I feel like yeah there was different stuff different things going on in the first book so there is like a portion of it that is a mystery about basically who stole the jewelry I feel like I can say that so in this book I feel like there was again like I guess some mystery parts of it but I didn't really feel like I was reading the book to find that out um I was kind of I don't know I didn't feel like what happened at the end to me was predictable but honestly like maybe that was just me I wasn't really thinking about like the first book and tying it in with this book so very convoluted way to say like I don't know some things in the end like didn't like shock me as in in the first book I think we were all surprised by something that happened but in this book I feel like it made more sense so I think that's something that I did like about this book I felt like <laughs> there was something I was annoyed by 
with the first book and nothing annoyed me about the ending in this book um but with that said yeah I feel like I wasn't as into like they're not being a like I don't know I wasn't as into the storyline I guess of like the mafia and like what's going on with the mafia I think there were some things that um like the story I guess Medi said um through the story that was like oh this was kind of dumb that I thought this or like I don't know I don't know if that's a spoiler but like I feel like there were some things that she said that made it better but I don't think there's an easy way for me to explain this without spoiling it so I'm just gonna move on and say that I did like just the continuation of the mom and the aunties and like I I think there was less time spent on like explaining each of the characters obviously because you know each of the people's quirks um and it was interesting to see this other family entered the dynamics um I don't know if we mentioned that basically the mafia other wedding vendor people is also a family so like we know from the first book that like Maddie and her mom and aunts are in this like wedding business together and like similarly there's another family business um that's like serving her wedding so it's really fun to see like some of that interaction but just generally I think like Medi's family is just the most outrageous and I think that's so funny because and like relatable because she's just like so embarrassed but also really loves them um but yeah, I would I would still recommend this book. Oh yeah, I didn't even say a rating. I just thought it in my head. But I would probably rate this book um like a 3.7, like basically four stars. But I I found it to be a little bit lower for me. And honestly, that's what I rated the first book. But looking back on the first book, I think I've said this before, I'd probably rate the first book five stars. Um, or maybe like a four point something, you know. But close to five because yeah I really liked the first book except for that one ending part but this book I don't know overall I just didn't feel as much love for it but I think because of the characters I still really liked it so again I would also recommend the series but definitely check out the first book um and it's not like the kind of book where you should just start from the second book so yeah what about you Pooja? So, um, okay, I think I've, I don't know, I'm, I think I'm like surprising myself because in Dialy for Aunties, I gave that book five stars because it was so, I know I kind of went into it like thinking that it was going to be super whack and it was really whack and it was just really entertaining. This book, I thought it would be similar vibes compared to the first one. So I was kind of like fully going in with like, this is going to be funny, it's going to be cute, whatever. Uh, and I have to give it uh, like a high two or like a low three, somewhere in between there. Um, and I have some reasons which I've, I've written out here, which are not necessarily spoilers, but yeah, they're not spoilers. But I kind of felt like a different author wrote this book, which is why I was so surprised with Sarah being like, no, like she, this author like really toned down the characters because I actually felt like the characters were like caricatures of themselves. Like in the first book, things were super like crazy and absurd. And like, you know, if you look past it, like there were, there were so many parts in the first book where I was like actually laughing out loud because I knew how ridiculous it was. But like in this one, like 
it was like too over the top, too ridiculous that it was like no longer funny. It was just like, like, I don't know. It was like cringy almost basically. There were certain parts of this book where there was like language that was so cringy that like a 30 year old woman would definitely not say. It sounded like, like my biggest problem with this book is generally it was like, it was trying too hard. Like the, it, w- it was trying too hard to one, replicate the previous vibe, which is def- very different, but two, like all like Medi, Nathan, like her friends, like the way that they were speaking in the book, it was like adults don't speak like this. Like maybe like a Gen Z person, like maybe like a teenager would speak or there were certain like casual slang words that they were using that I was like, this is not how people speak in real life. Like you need to relax. But then also like the aunts were being a little bit too extra in like not the same way that they were before. I think towards the end of the book, it's like, especially when scenes were like Medi and it was just Medi and her aunts, that was kind of like, it was getting better at that point. Like it felt like, okay, this is like a dynamic that I feel like was very obvious. And like, that was like the main thing through the first book. So I was like, okay, like this makes sense to me. Like, I, I think the scenes where those four or those five people are together, it makes sense. But like the rest of it, I was, I don't know. I just felt it was like a little bit too crazy for me um and yeah like I I don't know what it was it just like it was trying I felt like it was just too trying too hard to replicate something that was in the first book and it didn't it didn't land properly for me um but yeah so two low no high two low three somewhere in between there I don't know I've I haven't picked a specific number but like maybe like a 2.7 or something. Um, yeah, I would definitely say still check out the first book because I thought it was just really funny, but I would not go for this one. I would I would skip this second one. Don't read both of them, basically. Just read the first one. Wow. That's... Harshini, I'm curious what your opinion about whether you think the characters were toned down or like too over the top. Um, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't, when you said toned down, I don't know. Like, I had a different reaction, and now Pooja said that, and I'm like, what, what was my reaction? Okay, the, literally the only thing that I can remember about the characters is the, like, crazy dragons they wore on their hats. (laughs) Like, I don't know, but I, I didn't necessarily think that they were too over the top for that like I don't know I guess like maybe I'm landing in the middle of like it was pretty similar for me I don't know I felt like they were being really weird but like they were in the first book as well I don't know I didn't see as much of a difference I guess between the first and the second um maybe I'm missing something but (laughs) yeah I don't know I just feel like in the first book, it was, like, annoying to me. Because, I mean, I feel like you guys thought it was funny, but I <laughs> thought it was annoying that they were, like, I don't know. I was, like, I couldn't imagine someone actually doing this. And then. Oh, yeah, because they were, like, actively, like, sabotaging <laughs> this, the entire process of, you know, the whole, like, yeah. situation with their drama, <laughs> with their, like, own 
antics um yeah and, I feel, and like i feel like they were much more like oh there's a rivalry and we're just gonna fuck it up because there's such a strong rivalry between like the aunts and stuff it was like it was like annoying to <laughs> but yeah not as annoying in See, like i felt like that with the second one like i felt like there was like too much like I, I don't know why. Like I, I was like, I feel like maybe you should read the first book. <laughs> yeah, like I, the thing is, like in the first book, like there was something like I think it's also like the plot itself. Like in that one, like there was this thing, like okay, there's this issue that happens, and they're trying to cover up this, where and like that's where like things can go naturally wrong and that sort of thing. This whole like mafia subplot, like. Okay, then we'll go into spoilers. <laughs> like, like, go explain that a little bit more. But but maybe we should just go into spoilers then. <laughs> okay, should we should we give a little PSA here? <laughs> so, uh, if you'd like to read this book, you can pause the podcast, go read it, and then continue to hear our thoughts about it. Or if you're scared with what Pooja said, you can just continue listening, and we'll tell you all about it so puja what were you saying about (laughs) yeah okay so like so obviously this whole mafia subplot is connected to the first book so that's why like it is like there there is like a clear connection between the two but like i don't know like i just felt like the they okay so she finds out that like the mafia came to her wedding and is about to assassinate someone at her wedding i was like what the fuck like (laughs) how does that even make sense like i i like you like i love how she just assumed that yes this is exactly this is the truth this is what's gonna happen like not even question anything not even think of anything like Dude, do you think your family is that big, like that big of a deal that you would have the mafia at your wedding? Like- no, 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 no. See, I feel like it was one of the guests, and since then, since Nathan's family is really rich, mm-hmm. I don't think it's crazy to assume maybe one of them is like okay, had yes, but like this is the Chinese Indonesian mafia. Okay, like they're not gonna come for Nathan, who is not Indonesian, like. no but like they might come for one of his guests i don't know Uh, yeah okay but that that's one thing but then like why would they do it at a like she didn't even think like oh yeah it makes sense to assassinate someone at a wedding what if it was like i mean the person is like guaranteed to be there what if it's like hard to catch this person and you know that one place they're gonna be is this wedding also, is she she heard them say that they're gonna kill someone? So it's like, I don't even know if she heard them say they're gonna kill. Someone. Okay, she 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 used context. Yeah, <laughs> but like, okay, fine, that's fine. Okay, but like the other thing is that I just felt like in the previous one, a lot of the hijinks or whatever are because they're trying to cover up something that they've done. So there's like nervousness and all this sort of stuff, and it made more like. I don't know it was just and there was like other factors and like you things are getting revealed like as you're going on like I remember in the first one there's like that whole subplot where like the there's like a thief and then like some girl like two women fall in love and I was like I remember all of that stuff whereas in this one it was just like okay so like 
this girl that you thought was your friend is now trying to kill someone at your wedding and now you enlist your like and then she kept like being annoying with her husband and being sad about that and being like you know oh i'm lying to him i'm lying to him blah blah and i was like you this man knows you killed a guy and still married you okay you can trust him like you can just be like okay yes like i want to you know i want like i'm going to tell you the truth or whatever but like i don't know i just felt like this plot wasn't that interesting like it was just it was kind of dull like it it like the other the previous one was way more like funny and this one just wasn't it was just kind of sad actually the whole time because she thought that the girl was her friend and it wasn't her friend and i was like what the hell that's <laughs> sad but yeah okay i could see how yeah i agree that this this plot is like a bit not as exciting i mean i guess the mafia part makes it like a little bit more interesting but compared to the first one but i think it's also like it's not that bad that it's like a little bit more tame like so many things happened in the first one it was like like i don't know there was no period where it's like okay you can relax cuz there's not that much going on it's like one problem after the other after the other but okay see in that case their behavior see to me you think that their behavior was more tame in this situation i think their behavior was so over the top given the situation What do you mean? Like if, if you think that a mafia is going to kill someone at your wedding, you're just going to be like okay. Dude, but the uh, what I'm saying is also like with her family, like with the with the other dude's family and everything, like you know, like Okay, whole, yeah, that their was... interactions were just so cringe. Like they wouldn't act like this. Like I know at the end there's trying a little bit give a little bit of a redemption arc being like oh they're you know medi is realizing that this is her family and like nathan's family is like asshole but i also think that there should have been more of like some like resolution between like that just seemed like like covering up some like you introduce this whole thread of like oh like clearly these families don't get along to each with each other whatever they can be like some layer resolution there which just wasn't there Yeah, I I do agree about that. I think that's a little bit separate so I want to talk about that a little later, but like I don't know. I I also agree with this plot being a little just like weird. I still thought it was I I'm also curious about like what language you thought was cringy. I never like read anything and was like that's like cringy, but like maybe I missed something. But I feel like the it was just funny how they were acting with the situation just because like I, like this I thought you were going to mention this like I was trying to um like hint at I guess this part at the end where she was Medi was like wow that was dumb of me to like even like go so far with this like she just kind of made stuff up in her head and she was like yeah that's like something I get from my family and even though like we're very different like you know we share this like we're just kind of gullible in that way or like go along with these really crazy things and then make it more dramatic than it needs to be. So I felt like the way that they reacted to like kidnapping the different uncles and stuff like that. I found that like generally funny. I agree that I didn't like actually laugh during any of the the parts of this book. Like I actually laughed in the last book, but I didn't in this book. 
but yeah I I also feel like there wasn't like again the whole story wasn't as interesting because like of what you mentioned with like the thread of the actual mystery around the jewelry was more interesting than here like I guess the mystery was like who are they after and what's what's really going on but I don't know I still feel like they like given what they perceived as the situation right so like if you accept the fact that they are in this like mindset of someone like the the wedding vendors that we hired are the mafia and they're about to kill someone <laughs> like I don't know I feel like given that situation they weren't as over the top or I don't know at least I didn't I didn't read it that way yeah Pooja, I'm curious what language you thought was cringy okay I'm looking for examples so at one point in chapter two um Nathan says hell to the no and I was like okay I must have missed that part. yeah like but there's like other examples I'm literally looking for examples in the thing. but like hell to the no I was like uh excuse me people don't say that um, but then like other things, like the other thing that I found really cringy was the whole thread of the aunt speaking in British, like in a British accent or like using British slang. And I was like, at some points it was funny, but sometimes I was like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, that bothered me every single time he did it. <laughs> I was like, why? Why? Okay, wait, let me also, I need to hold on I gotta I gotta find some other examples okay so hell to the no is one um 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 oh wait I got to the British thing oh my god she <laughs> wait never mind <laughs> wait okay you guys can continue I'll find some examples <laughs> yeah what you're saying Sarah about like I think you said this um that Nathan wasn't really like a part of it because basically in the first book it was all like oh like my ex-boyfriend is here and stuff like this part this storyline I get like they were just getting married um I don't know I'm curious like would you have wanted some dr- like actual drama at their wedding um between the two of them or I mean I don't know I guess it depends what the drama would be, but I feel like it would have been nice to incorporate him at least a little bit because the only time he's ever incorporated is if like she 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 goes to up to him and then he's like what's wrong and then she's like I'll tell you later and then she leaves like that's the every single time the the only time he's there is if it's that scene over and over and over again so I thought it was like. She could have done a little bit more with Nathan than she did. Yeah, yeah. And I think it really, like, just... I mean, I think this is fair. Like, they were, like, all in love from the first book. And, like, so I don't know. We don't see as much of that. I think we got, like, a couple scenes of them, like, doing their wedding things. But, yeah, I agree. And I didn't really think about it as much until you brought it up. But what I did think about when I was reading it, which I felt like this in the first book, too, like... Nathan is so forgiving he's just like yeah like you can hide these things from me and I'll just like be fine with it I'm like dude come on like I think Pooja said this before but 
yeah I guess there like really was no real repercussion of her telling Nathan I mean I think she kept it a secret because she was like um Stephanie Stephanie I don't know how you say her name it's with an a but it's still like Steph and like the in the audiobook they still pronounce it like as if you would pronounce Stephanie okay okay cool so Stephanie was like um oh yeah I'm gonna tell the cops about you killing the guy from the last book Aguan um but like yeah Nathan already knows that and like Nathan could have kept it a secret that he knew like she could have just discreetly told him so I definitely think she could have told him but obviously that was like part of the part of the whole thing I think was like her not telling him until the very end because he's a smart person it would be like relax Medi, this is not an issue um but yeah I wish there could have been at least more added to like I guess the stakes of her like not being able to tell Nathan like I don't know if there was some tea that she had that like Nathan would get mad about that like Stephanie was like I'm gonna tell Nathan this um if you don't keep it a secret or some other stuff like it doesn't have to be like a lot of problems between Medi and Nathan but at least something to add to their relationship I think definitely would have been nice because it didn't feel like as much of the romance vibes as the first book because it was just like them them getting married was just the atmosphere of it yeah there was like there was I agree with the whole stakes thing and like having more to this like it was just so I don't know he's just he has like no personality (laughs) he's just there and it's like I love how like it's technically their wedding so I was like I would like to get him in on the hijinks too you know I'd want him to be part of the hijinks but it's just Medi and her aunts which are like okay fine but you know how does he factor into this like why can't he do something join in figure out something I don't know be useful yeah I actually think that would have been like a fun added element from the dynamic of the last book but again I just feel like it doesn't fit with his character because the whole point of this is like it's like over the top reaction to something that like was all a misunderstanding kind of kind of at the end I also don't like the fact that it was all a misunderstanding. Wait, was it a misunderstanding? I feel like they knew that that they killed it, like Aguan, and then they just wanted revenge. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I said. That's why I said it's not really a misunderstanding because I guess they did still like. Okay, actually, I don't really completely remember what they said at the end. I think they kind of like wanted to get revenge generally for sure but like I don't know if it had to do with killing anyone or not I was unclear about that part but it definitely like they definitely weren't going after anyone else um and that was all made up in Medi's head um yeah yeah. they, they basically were just trying to like they were trying to get revenge on him. Then Medi says like the truth about how Aguan died because they think that he was literally killed in like by in the freezer or whatever. And then, yeah. And then like, they're like, oh, I guess he like, I don't know. It just made it seem like, oh yeah, he deserved to die. Like, okay. And then they were like, okay, we're going now. Bye. <laughs> then, yeah. yeah, I definitely. 
I didn't I didn't as much like how the family was just like okay yeah I'm sorry about that um I I forget again how exactly it went down I forget if she emphasized that it was like an accident she didn't say it was accident she was like oh I I like he attacked me and I saved myself which I'm like okay yes but also like you're forgetting the fact that you drag this body around for so like I don't know why in the first book like it just seemed like you don't know anything about the dude so you're just like okay like this is just like a weird hijinks like this is just like funny and I don't know it's just like low and it, it, I even didn't mind the fact that they got away with the murder and everything I was like this is funny because I was more invested in their characters but then by introducing the second part now I'm like I don't, I don't even know if I can enjoy the first story in the same way again because it's like there's so much like in the first one there's like this like inept police officer that's also trying to like figure out this whole thing whereas like in the second one it's just like okay so they're trying to figure this out and then this guy's family is there and then like they find out that their the grandson like attacked a woman and was killed as a result but then his murder was covered up by all these people and they like essentially dumped his body on a beach somewhere and was just like, okay, yeah, it's good. Like, and then they were like, yeah, I guess he was shit. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to go now. Um, it's really sorry about everything. Even though it's, again, my grandson who died. <laughs> but really sorry about everything. Okay, bye. I feel like it was a little like, I don't know. Because, yeah, then they... <laughs> I feel like there were points where, yeah, like the grandma was like, oh, like he used to bring me these treats or some something like that. And Stephanie was like, no, I actually got those for you. He was like not a good person. Um, but that was not really an example of being a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, I do think that also I, I don't remember if they talked about this explicitly, but I feel like in this scenario where it's like, his family like it doesn't make sense for them not to go to the police you know and like just turn turn all these people in i i think they tried actually i think they might have tried and the officer was like no we shut the case down and they yeah they like he basically didn't want to reopen the case or something like that um but yeah so you guys didn't like the ending of the book you mean I mean, I just didn't like the book. <laughs> okay, I tried to find other examples. I saw this other example of language I didn't like, which was like, I didn't like um, Medi and Nathan's flirting with each other. It was too cringy. Because the entire time she was like, ooh, I like, damn, he is so fine and he is all mine. And I was like, what are you 12? <laughs> like, what? And then she's like, and then, then she, at some point she's just like, oh, like I was undressing him with my eyes. And I was like, dude, calm the fuck down. Someone's about to get murdered. Please stop undressing your husband. With it's her wedding. Dude, again, people don't say that. Like, yeah, you're right. Don't say that. Hell to the no. I was like, this man is not 12. Like, Please stop. 
there was something like weird I don't know why that was like the first thought I had I was like why does this language feel so cringy and it feels like someone else wrote this because I don't recall this in the first book because if this language was in the first book I would have not liked the first book but I also think that Medi talking with her aunts is very different than Medi talking to anyone else like her conversation with other people who are not above the age of 50 or something is very different apparently like many with her aunts is just i that's why like towards the end i started liking it a little bit more just because there were more scenes with just the five of them and i was like oh these are funny like these are more like the scenes where <laughs> the scene where they get high because they drink the champagne or something like they all drink the champagne and they get high and then big aunt starts crying about like oh you're the best niece or whatever and i was just like that's funny but i don't know like yeah i was just also the way medi finds out that the the third uncle is the kidnapped himself she's like the cable ties are a different color and i was like dude like you okay if you had this much critical thinking <laughs> you would have realized that the girl was lying about the mafia in the beginning <laughs> like what the hell i don't know i feel like it's not that crazy to be like i don't i i don't know i don't if you think that someone's talking about killing someone at your wedding i don't think it's that crazy to assume they're in the mafia <laughs> all right that's fair that's a fair <laughs> point okay my other question was that this girl wasn't even at her own wedding ceremony for that long you know people would notice i go away like if if imagine it this way right like this is a wedding and it's your wedding and you are the bride you're telling me people didn't like ask where she was more often when she was like not there for most of the part i mean they might have asked they just didn't talk about it because she did like nathan did always say where, where were you why are you not here yeah but i'm assuming like other guests at the oh. wedding would be like hey i would like to meet the bride where is she maybe other people yeah Hashini, what did you want to add about the interactions between um, Medi's aunts and Nathan's family? Oh, yeah. I, 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 that was a separate thing that I feel like definitely was not resolved. I was just like, I remember like getting to the end of the book and then I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this part never got resolved, but I was like, did I, did I miss it? Um, I don't know. Potentially, potentially a thing that comes back in the in a future book. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was all. It it kind of made sense. Like, I definitely feel like given the um, given the like way that you know <laughs> we talked about them being over the top like obviously like they were kind of the normal family in that situation being like oh this is so over the top and like why are they being so crazy so I feel like it was a more real storyline I guess and something that like you know does happen with families that are coming together for for like people getting married you know but I do wish that there was some resolution because it was kind of just thrown in there and I think it was relevant to what was happening but like 
it just didn't go anywhere from there. Yeah, I feel like the only like little bit of resolution there was is like Maddie realizing she loves her family just the way it is, even if it's embarrassing. Yeah, which I was like, okay, this is like a Disney movie. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the vibes of these, I mean, it's not like Disney movie, but it's like, I don't know, like feel good vibes that are similar to Disney movies. You know what? I feel like maybe I've become more critical at b- talking with you two over <laughs> several podcasts. This is what I'm saying. I feel like if you would read the first book again, I feel like you wouldn't like it as much. Even even though you you said it would be tainted because of the second book, I feel like you still wouldn't like it as much as when you first read it. Yeah, probably. I do think though, like, okay, the other thing I just want to touch on the other thing with the family first, but the thing, the other thing was that like, I felt that they would definitely have like, I definitely think it's realistic because these type of things don't just get resolved with a big old happy ending. But I also think that that's the vibe of the book. Like, the expectation, the way that the book is set up, you would think that there's going to be this, like, really big happy ending or whatever. Um, and so, like, every all the loose ends are going to be tied up really nicely and that sort of thing. Which I'm like, is there another sequel? Is that why, like in that one, like finally Nathan's going to be involved in this murder plot or whatever. And then like, I don't, like, I just feel like that's so, I don't know. That was the only reason why, like, maybe that is unresolved. But I just think that even the way Maddie talks with her in-laws, like, they would definitely become pissed at her or like, it, it just didn't wrap up in a way that was satisfying and I was like her 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 mother-in-law I was like what's the word her father-in-law was like useless like the only reason he's there is to have some comedic effect with the tai chi thing and then like he like falls down or like I don't know breaks something or like injures something and then like the mom is like there's some unresolved thread which I didn't even they were like hinting at it but like clearly she and Nathan like have some disagreement about something and like that never comes up again and like I don't know it just seemed like that was like half-baked and then it's like okay well it doesn't need to be a plot line then you can just remove that why are you including that like there's already three other plot lines happening here I also think that the rivalry between all the siblings was kind of decreased in this one which maybe that's why you liked it Sarah no, I, I said it was decreased. No, that's what the I'm only saying. Time? It decreased. Oh, you wanted it increased? No, I didn't really care. I was just thinking <laughs> that that's maybe one reason why you liked it. But yeah, like it, that is one of the reasons why I liked it. It was. It's just like I don't know. Like the last book, so many things happen. You don't also need these rivalries. I mean, I guess it makes sense like sibling type rivalries but it's still like unnecessary <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything else <laughs> honestly um i just feel like this entire podcast has been me shitting on this book <laughs> but I, i've shit on other books more but this one was just 
save your time and just watch, read the first one. Like, <laughs> if the first one turns into the movie, I'll watch it. I'll watch the movie. Like, so you wouldn't watch the second? No. <laughs> Why? What if, they make, what if they make some changes and make the movie better? I feel like you gotta give it a chance. You okay, if the first movie is good, I'll watch the second movie. But like, if the first movie is all bad, then I won't watch it. The thing is, I do think I definitely think that these books are made for movies. Like the way, even the way that like the plot moves and how fast everything is, and like this way that each chapter ends as if like the scene is like it's like a commercial break happens in between, and then you like come back and you're like it leaves you on a cliffhanger basically like, every single chapter is kind of like a cliffhanger that sort of thing and then you're like commercial break or whatever and then you come back and you're like okay i'm gonna watch the rest of it now i never like, see commercial break when i'm like oh there's a cliffhanger <laughs> <laughs> okay i didn't think of the word cliffhanger i thought of the word commercial break first but but yeah but i just think that it, like definitely makes for like it's like very soap opera-y but if they leaned and that soap operas obviously like require like very fast paced plot and like they require like all for all I think I remember I remember saying this in the first one it's like everything that can go wrong will go wrong in all of these plots like they will just keep upping the ante to add more like tension to the plot and that sort of thing in this case it just seemed like there wasn't enough tension like there wasn't like we barely knew who Lillian was. Like I don't know, was she an investor? Was she just some lady? Like I don't. She no, was they said other. after that he, she was just his godmother that yeah. did, did have investment, but sold all her stocks. But like you're telling, like I knew for a fact that she was like she wasn't the target because I like from the beginning you know that she isn't the target. So you're just like okay, you're just watching these old ladies. But then it wasn't even focused that much on the ladies actually taking care like you never even saw them properly like you know like like getting a scene where she was like they're all trying to convince Lillian to like hang out with them would have been funny but they didn't even show that like they just show you Medi from a distance looks at them the other thing is I feel like I found Medi annoying this book Whereas in the previous book, I found her relatable. Now, I don't no, know you what that really, says about me. <laughs> no, you really had to read the first. I think she was way better in this book. Really? So annoying. She was so dumb. I mean, I guess you think she's dumb in the second book. Yeah. <laughs> but she just like, I don't know. I think everything is like multiplied times 10 in the first book. I don't know. I thought she I thought the plot was just like more charming. Like I was like, yeah, these people are all idiots, but it's like, you know, cute. <laughs> In this book, I was like, these people are all idiots. No, I mean like I mean like charming in the sense, not like, oh, this is such a fun thing. No, it wasn't like that. But it's more about like I don't know, like, there, it's just, like, I genuinely laughed out loud so many times in the first book, because I was just like, this is so ridiculous, but fun. Whereas in the second one, I was like, this is so ridiculous, but cringe. <laughs> I'm just like, can this book be over? I'm over this. Like, there's so many, it was just so cringy. I was like, oh my god, like, why is this so extra cringy? Now, now I definitely have to read the first one again to be like, do I actually? Yeah, do because I think that was cringy. I don't know. More cringy than this one. The only thing I thought was cringy in this one was their accents. No, I kind of like that part. 
You literally said you did. Like, oh, no, no, no. The English accents. Oh, I thought you meant like when they're speaking in like Indonesia. No, the English accent. Yeah, that, that was hella cringy. Like the, oh, don't get your nicks in a twist or something. And she's like, excuse me. And I was like, <laughs> please relax. Oh, the dog's bollocks thing. I was like. It, for our viewers who are listening, I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> Just in case you wanted to know what my reaction was. <laughs> okay, I had a hypothetical, you know, this is classic, let's change the book situation here. <laughs> what if they were really a mafia, though? Because I feel like another part of the thing was like, I don't know. Honestly, I I was not really convinced that Stephanie was a bad character at all, but like she had the most like suspicious vibes, I guess. Or like she might be like a little mean, right? But I feel like the rest of her family, like especially the uncles, they're just kind of there. Like if I feel like there were more like seemingly evil characters, but then it could still all come back happy ending. Like they you know, somehow resolve their stuff. I guess that kind of happened in the previous book where there was, like, the, you know, person who became the thief was, like, they, like, resolved it, which, I don't know, I didn't, again, don't really love that, but, like, she was more evil, right, because she actually did something on purpose. Um, I don't know, what (laughs) would you guys have liked that better if the mafia was, like, more real in some way? Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like it also would have made it less predictable. Because I already knew, like, literally from the get-go, like, when they meet these people uh, at the at Dim Sum, that, oh, they're tied to Agwan, and they're going to ruin the wedding because of what they did to Agwan. And it was, like, so boring and I feel like the mafia part like added to it and made it like a little less predictable because I wouldn't predict that they're in the mafia and but yeah just them going to oh where his family was like super anticlimactic especially because they didn't even get anything done it was like oh, we're going to do this. And then all of a sudden, boom, 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 the arms shoot it down. It's like they didn't get anywhere. <laughs> Maybe if they let let um, Agwan's family, like, have one small victory, it would be, like, I don't know, tension building instead of being shut down every <laughs> every try they had. I agree. I think I actually think if they if they were like the actual mafia, like if like if okay, (laughs) plot new plot. (laughs) What if right instead of like Aguan, like even if Aguan was like part of the mafia, and they like killed a member of the mafia, then the mafia needs to come after them, right? Then, like, okay, you can keep the whole family plot line, whatever, but then you can, like, make them way more dangerous. The stakes are higher. As Sarah was saying, the tension is higher, right? Then you can, like, like maybe they'll, maybe they're, like, chasing after these people, but they still have to, like, have their wedding ceremony and, like, like rather than if, 
if from the get-go they knew that they were after the fa- their family rather than like some random person in this wedding, I feel like the stakes would have been so much higher and it would just be more interesting because now they're like trying to escape the mafia who are targeting themselves. So it's like, and then like, she'll be like, oh, I don't want to tell Nathan because otherwise they're going to go after Nathan or whatever because he knows. Or I don't know. Like they can just be... Jesse Sutanto. <laughs> we have a new plot for you. <laughs> you can just, you know, just forget all the people who just read this book. You can re-release it. Um, no. But I, I have something to add here. I feel like it only really works because, like, they wouldn't put a wedding on if they knew this, right? So I feel like it also would have made more sense if, like, honestly, maybe we could have just, like, skipped the whole beginning part where they're leading up to the wedding and just, like, the whole book minus like maybe some part of the end doesn't have to be at the wedding but like the whole book could kind of be the wedding i don't know maybe i don't know how long chinese indonesian weddings are but indian weddings the whole book could be the wedding because <laughs> they're so long so i feel like if they were already at the wedding they already hired this family and everything but like medi only finds out during the wedding that this is going on and it could it can even be like the you know her getting ready and stuff and overhearing this then I feel like that would work out and it could be like yeah they're going after big ant or they're going after one of the ants but like they're trying to figure out who it is um I feel like that could have been much more exciting honestly if they were at least like Sarah mentioned I I realized they really didn't do anything like like especially I don't know I didn't actually realize that until you said it but like because you know through the book like we're thinking that they're going after someone else um but yeah they really did not nothing happened (laughs) they didn't like do anything at all i like the idea of the of the wedding all happening like the entire book being the one thing like i feel like the first 20% of this book was useless because it was like trying to set up that they were friends, but like they weren't friends, which is unnecessary. You don't even need that. You can just have her be mean to her from the beginning. (laughs) Like, I feel like there was just some scenes in the beginning that were like for the dress or, and I was like, no one cares about this dress. Literally no one gives a shit about the dress. Yeah. That's a good point. That whole scene with like the dress and then the dragon hats, I was like, Literally no point to it at all. <laughs> but yeah, those are some solid new plots. I would I would read those books. <laughs> and definitely rate them higher than this one. Actually, I didn't even rate this one that low, but I'm I would give them five stars. You you gave this book four stars, which is which is quite a high rating for you, just saying. I know now that we talk about it and I realize these things I'm like maybe it's just a three star <laughs> I'm gonna go with three stars now <laughs> yeah yeah honestly I feel like I at some point I was like all oh, this kind of three stars I think I bumped it up to four at some point towards the end because I was just like oh it's, you know she's it's kind of cute that she's like her and her family like maybe yeah like we just said towards the end I was like liking it better but yeah I definitely think compared to the first one, this one was not as not as good, unfortunately. But I would definitely read the third one and hopefully she can make a comeback on the third one. <laughs> the third one. I don't know. I'm just assuming there is. 
<laughs> no, but there was like a release date ready. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is the plot going to be? Like their kid now? Like their kid gets involved in this murder plot? Maybe it's like the second aunt or whatever, and the guy from Agwan's family, they start dating. <laughs> I don't know if I would want to read that. Maybe the actual mafia comes after them in the. Oh. See, like, my, my other thing was like, you know, maybe another additional, another like potential plot line could be like, you know, maybe Agwan pissed off someone. And now those people are going to come after these people because they know some, like, you know, like there were so many ways you could have gone with this, but you chose this one. I'm like, no, I don't like this. I definitely think there's going to be a third one because there was some unresolved stuff with the family and like, they keep hinting at like them having kids. And I'm like, okay, so they're definitely going to have kids in the next one. It's going to, it's going to come into the plot line. Oh yeah. I guess the next one would be them having a baby. Which I'm like, fine. But like, like murder family. <laughs> yeah, what's gonna happen? Another murder, like, like and then he accidentally kills someone <laughs> after yes. having a kid. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh no, in this one, Nathan accidentally kills someone. And Medi's <laughs> like, Well, I have experience covering up murder, so I can help you. No, he doesn't have personality enough to make him a focal point. <laughs> That's true. He's like always a side character. Like this poor man. I love how like she asked him, like he asked her so many times. And by the end, he's like, just don't tell me. Just tell me what I need to do. <laughs> he's like, fine. If you don't want to tell me, it's fine. But just tell me what I should do in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. That's so funny. Oh my god. Do you guys have any other thoughts? Okay. Thanks for listening to Season 2, Episode 13, where we read Four Aunties and a Wedding. I'm just really nervous I got that wrong. Okay. Uh, next week, we are reading <laughs> Tripping Arcadia. By Kit Mayquist, which is a gothic novel. Uh, I just found it uh, just my typical in Goodreads new releases. <laughs> we'll see how we like gothic books. Apparently, we, wait, which one did we read that was gothic? The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Right, Haunting of Hill House was not a big hit for us, so we'll see if this one, this gothic book is better. (laughs) Okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye.